Attention sharp, pointed, and insightful. This is Stacy on the Right on American Family Radio and Urban Family Talk. So we know that no one in the Trump campaign was colluding with Russia, was talking to Russia. But do we know that the FBI, that a couple of bad actors at the FBI, the Department of Justice, and the Obama administration, could we say the same about them? Wouldn't it be something if that's really where the collusion, the coordination, and perhaps the conspiracy was happening? But those who want to move on, they got this party started. So this debacle, and that's exactly what it is in the worst journalistic debacle of my lifetime, um, that there'll be some serious soul-searching. Unfortunately, so far, Brett, I'm not seeing a lot of it. There's always a Russian ghost somewhere. It's like trying to find a chupacabra, you know, like the, the mythical animal that came from Puerto Rico that supposedly people see out in the Southwest. They're like a bunch of chupacabra hunters. And now, live from the National Religious Broadcasters Proclaim 19 in Anaheim, California, Stacy Washington. Hey there. <laughs> Guess what I'm doing? I'm at NRB. <laughs> I normally start laughing at the beginning of the show, but now I'm a little I'm a little crazy pants. I'm a little on the crazy side. And the reason is because we have a fantastic show for you today. We're live from NRB in Anaheim, California. The weather here is so beautiful. I don't know why this state has to be so liberalicious because I'm not going to lie to you. I could totally live here. This weather alone is enough to have me just singing the praises of the state of California. So today on the program, we have wonderful guests for you. And I, I love when we have good people on, but it's especially fun when we get to do a live broadcast. And so um, I, I'm unfortunately not live streaming but that means you get to listen. So you can go to AFR.net or UrbanFamilyTalk.com and get the live stream. You can share the show because today we're going to be speaking with an author. And I, so William Owens, he and I are friends on Facebook. It's like great to meet him in real life. But he is actually going to be on with us in just a minute here. And then we also have Brad Mattis and Mallory Quigley. They are warriors in the pro-life movement. They're going to join us. And then we have Dr. Larry Pillow, who is of We Can. So you're, you're, you're just thinking... What else can I do? Well, I have more for you after that, so you're going to have to buckle in. But right now, I want to welcome William Owens to the show. He's actually doing this fantastic 3,000-mile bike ride from Anaheim, California <laughs> to Washington, D.C. If you can see my face right now, I'm like, I, so you guys know I, I, I'm a walker. I do exercise. Let's go. I'm, 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 I try to be fit, but... I know I could the, all the weight I'm thinking about that I want to lose in 2019. I could burn that off if I was to join him on the bike rack, but Come I wouldn't on. make it. I wouldn't make it. I would literally not make it. Now, first of all, you got to go to shifttogreatness.org, and it's the same thing on Facebook, Instagram, shift to greatness, hashtag shift to greatness. And he's actually got a booth here too. It's booth 444. If you're listening to the show from the actual convention, you can go to booth 444 and check him out. So, William. What, hey, first Susie. of all, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Thank you for it's joining us here yeah. live. This is so fun. So first, tell me about the book. So he, my daughter was arm wrestling me for the book just a second <laughs> ago. Was. I've gotten it back from her. Madison's still in residence. She's got her comics out on the table. She's sharing those. She's putting a sticker on anybody who'll stand still long enough to get one. And she's got her iPad out. Now, here's the thing. Um, the book is called Astonished. Inviting God to experience you through your journey of faith. This is so totally up my alley. What 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 is this about? What's this book you know, about? Wow. It started when my dad and I was having this conversation coming back from San Diego on a road trip. And I said, Dad, it's time for people to shift. You know, we get caught in these rifts, we get caught into these cycles, the same thing, the same people, the same zip code, the same argument, the same mm -hmm. politics. You can just get tired of the conversation. 
And I just said, it's time for people to shift. And that idea kept growing on me, Stacey. And so it was and like a moment. It was and, a moment. And, and then the word came to it, shift to greatness. What do we shift to? Okay. Well, we shift to greatness. And then God gave me the subtitle to that. And that is a biblical transition from the pain of the past to the promise of greatness for all Americans. Okay. So first of all, I, if, if you're not... If you're not familiar with him, you can go to throughpeople.com, and he's so you've written 14 books. You right. so prolific author of 14 books on Christian life and maturity, including Warriors Arise, Wisdom, the Principal Thing, Get It, Bastards in the Pulpit, Divine Protocol, 600 poems, 200 books, uh, two two books of poems entitled Naked Before God and Poems for America. You're also a playwright. You write songs. You play the conga, <laughs> and he's going to ride the bike across America, yes. you guys. So and you this know is what? I'm riding with know. I'm riding with a small drum. Oh, I'm a ride with a small drum. I have a small drum that I'm taking with me. And you'll get to play that. Yes. To kind of keep your spirits up. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to figure out how you're going to be this chipper on the road for. How, well, how long will it take you to get from Anaheim? You know, to I'm DC? thinking about eight months. It's not a race for me. I've okay. already done a trek from. Uh, Nevada to Texas, Ooh. and that was 1,014 miles. Through That's the hottest what the book parts is. of America. But I did it during the winter. Okay. Okay. So okay. it was really nice. It's really cool. Okay. It's easier to, to warm, to stay warm, than it is to cool down. Ah. And I really enjoyed the turn. I did, I did ride it. One day it was 26 degrees, and one night it was 19 degrees. Wow. Okay. We complain a lot in Missouri with that kind of weather. Yeah. We so, get all, you know, we, yeah. we get to complaining, like barking and stuff. We're, we're upset. <laughs> 19 degrees, you're going to hear people getting upset. Oh, I'm going to tell you, the sleeping bag worked. You know, so it's, it's just an amazing journey. It's an amazing purpose. And part of the reason why I'm doing this, Stacey, is to bring awareness to the drug epidemic that's sweeping America right now. 75,000 lives yeah. lost last year. Yeah. yeah. And I'm working with a wonderful group of people called We Can. And they have a proven method, and that method is Jesus Christ. Mm. And I had a chance to meet these wonderful people, taking that message along with me. But, you know, shifttograatness.org, you can really take a strong look at what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And I think the bottom line is to really inspire you, to inspire people to shift to greatness. What is it that God has called you to? Get out of the rut. Get out of the norm. You know, we go to the same church, we sing the same songs, we do the same thing, and we expect God to do something wonderful mm -hmm. when he's waiting to be astonished by you. And he's waiting for us to take that step of faith, which That's is right. the thing we're afraid to do That's or the right. thing it keeps coming back to you. I, I, I sometimes talk about that on the show where you have something that keeps coming back to you and you keep kind of pushing it down like that's crazy. You know that's, that's the it. thing. That's, that's the that's thing. That's the thing. That's the thing. So that's right. Is this bike ride one of those things where you were kind of like, let me let me kind of step out there? You know, I had it, originally it was race to reconcile a couple of years ago. I mm -hmm. wanted to ride to bring race reconciliation to America. Mm -hmm. It didn't pan out. I test rode a bike when I was in California and I just left it there. And then a year and a half later, two years later, this comes back to me. I'm riding my bike just to work out on this one particular bike, and I shifted my gears. And when I did, God spoke to my heart. He said, why don't you shift to greatness throughout a country? And so three months later, I was on my bike riding from Nevada to Texas, 1,014 miles, and now I'm doing it again from California to D.C. So on that race reconciliation thing, I honestly believe that the way we get there is not by saying, let's have racial reconciliation. Uh -huh. I think we get there through this. That's the right. more of us are connected to God through our faith, That's right. the less we will look at the reason. Because it, honestly, the reason why someone's misbehaving and, and acting badly towards another person, it could be race, but it could be any one of a million things. That's right. They're all heart conditions, that, and God uh, is the healer amen. of that heart. You are not, right. Not, so we can, we can 
we could talk about reconciliation. We could stop everyone in this place That's and get right. them all in the same little area, and you and I could have a big panel on race reconciliation, and everyone in here could be totally on board, and we could leave, and nothing has changed. Because it's could, a heart issue. Yes, that's race, right. Pigmentation is just an excuse. Oh, it is. It's just another distraction from the real issue. Which and that's some people fight because that one's too fat, and that one's too thin, that one has too much and money. your eyes are too blue. So we could yeah. keep going, right? That's right. Well, my eyes aren't blue. My eyes are brown. We'll fight about that. We'll we fight could about fight that. about these headphones. We could fight about anything. Everything. That's everything. Right. People are fighting about everything right Even now. Even down to the food you eat. Or don't it's, eat. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's time to shift to greatness. Now, I'm, I'm loving this because I feel like when God gives someone something and then they act on it and they put it out there, that that's other right. people can pick it up. And shifting to greatness looks like so many different things for so many different people Amen. because God is always working on us and through us to help other people. Um, how can people get the book? I want to make sure people can you know, get the book. This book is really blessing people. You can get it right online at uh, shifttograatness.org. Uh, you go to the website through people. That book is available as an ebook as well. Ah, uh, you can and it has QR codes all through it. So let me take over for a second. Yeah. It has QR th- codes all through it. It has pictures. And it also, if you do the QR code, which is a picture that you take on your phone, it takes you to these videos, which he was just telling Madison about this. And she was like, what? So I know what we'll be doing tonight <laughs> later. She's making me go to some, like, um, it's a medieval dinner thing where they're going to have horses and stuff. Oh, I've been to those. Oh, yeah. They're so awesome. I, we've never been. So we're going to, for that for dinner oh, tonight. Really? We're doing yeah. that. And then Pour after chicken that. chicken leg with beans. Yes, yeah, she and I will be and eating with your hands, apparently. <laughs> oh. No forks. Yeah. So then we're going to be doing this together. I know we'll be enjoying this. Um, That's awesome. So if you have to tell somebody, like my favorite question for authors when they've written something mm-hmm. If you had to tell somebody one thing about this book, because you right. told us the, uh, the title, Astonished, the subtitle, Inviting God to Experience You Through Your Journey of Faith. But what would you say to someone if you said, I, you know, I got to tell you one thing, or I've, I've only yeah. got you for one sentence, what would you say? I would say this, that God wants to be impressed by you. He wants to be astonished by you. Quit asking him to astonish you. And start asking him how you can astonish him. What can I do? What can I do, God? Because when we stand before Jesus, he's going to say, well done. That's right. And when he's saying that, he's expressing how he feels about you. And what we've done. He's not saying, well done. He's saying, well done, William. Well done, Stacy. Oh, you just... Yeah. You thrilled my heart. You thrilled my heart. You went outside of what everybody else was doing. Which I got to say, a lot of us are doing it. We, We kind of discount what we're doing. But it's so much more that we can do. There's so always much so more. much more that God is willing to I do I led a young us. lady to Christ. She gave me her pipe that she used to smoke crack in. I led her to Christ right that morning. I've led so many people to Jesus. You know what really excites me is the wealth. I'm so looking forward to being rich on the other side of life. I'm looking for <laughs> treasures. Jesus that said, listen, rot, it does not rust. It doesn't go away. It's treasures. Not money, but treasures. And I'm just thinking about the mansion he's building for me. I'm very serious. This life has little appeal to me. When I travel, I travel. I stop places. I'm on a bike. If I need a suit, I go to Goodwill and buy a suit. When I'm done, I turn it back in. I can buy a suit. Just looks just as good as you buy a dealer's. Oh, I know. You know what? Because it's not about what we take with us. It's about what we leave behind. Well, and God has abundance for us here and joy and all of the fruits of the Spirit. But he also, he wants us to be excited about what you're talking about on the other side. On the other side. In heaven. That's the, right. The gates that are made of a single pearl Come and on. two angels guarding each gate. 
the glass floor that underneath are the diamonds and pearls and stuff that we're going to be walking around on, all the precious jewels. You know, I'm witnessing to probably seven to ten people a day, easy, just and, telling and them about Jesus. And they're responding to you. They're responding to of me. Course. And, and you know what? Ching, ching. In heaven. Of course. We're storing up treasures in heaven. But That's what I'm excited about. But the lives are changed down here. Yes. Those people, when they encounter you and right. come to know the Lord, their right. lives are forever changed. That's a different trajectory. And I'm, You're I'm excited about that. I, I want people to be excited about that. Because oftentimes, if, we, if you say to someone, yeah, because I'm a Christian, and if they're like, Oh no, because you know you seem kind of unhappy and you're you know not generally not pleasant to be around. That's not a good witness. We That's need right. to be the witness that other people are literally drawn to the sweet fragrance That's right. of knowing the Lord. That's so right. fantastic. So let me give everybody info again. Wonderful. We want you to go to shifttogreatness.org. You can get the book there. William Owens is the author. He's written a lot of books, y'all. So what you have to do is basically. How to eat an elephant one bite at a time. If you get like so, I did this with Agatha Christie books. I discovered that I actually do like Agatha Christie books. Once someone gave me one to read when I was sick, I read it because she gave it to me, and I didn't want to be rude. And then I ended up reading every book she's ever written wow. because I just got a little obsessed with it. So I think my next journey <laughs> to every book someone's read might be William Owens. And I'll That's start awesome. with Astonished, but then I'll kind of go back and work my way through. It, some of these titles, you guys, I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm definitely wanting to go and get these books. Now, you can go to shifttogreatness.org. I'm here broadcasting from National Religious Broadcasters. You can find out more about me at stacyontheright.com. When we get back, we're going to have Brad Mattis and Mallory Quigley of Life Issues. And just to give you a little hint there. They're live here with us, so they'll be joining us. Mallory is the Vice President of Communications for the Susan B. Anthony List. You know how much I love my pro-life warriors. And then Brad Mattis is actually President of Life Issues, the pro-life grassroots partner of the Susan B. Anthony Education Fund, which is headquartered in Cincinnati, Ohio. So we'll have both of them. They'll be live with me here from, from uh, NRB. And we'll be talking about not just pro-life issues. We're also going to dive into um, this whole, like, New York State, Virginia State uh, infanticide thing. Like, whoever thought that would be a thing? Did you? Not me. Um, the state of the pro-life movement, generational shifts of views on abortion, which I've actually seen a lot of that. I believe the technology of the ultrasound has made a huge difference in what our kids see as a baby what's happening with their mom knowing their siblings from the moment they're conceived and the mom puts the little ultrasound up makes a huge difference in what you think is in your mom's tummy it's not a choice it's your sibling um, that has a huge huge impact and then in our third segment we'll have dr larry pillow he's from we can ministries and he's talking about in, in the next 60 seconds three americans will die from drug or alcohol abuse and together we can make a difference and provide hope over dope but he's not talking about um, a fancy medical protocol or anything like that. He's talking about Jesus Christ. Here's Walker Wildman for Redeem Clean Laundry Products. Not only do you get a great product and you get to obviously clean your clothes, get the stains out and use a multi-surface cleaner to clean your countertops and use the dryer sheets. You're doing all of this and the money's going to support the work of American Family Association. Redeem Clean Laundry products were developed by AFA supporters Lynn Ingram and Jim Duncan to assist in funding the mission of the American Family Association. Redeem Clean products work as well as or better than other products on the market. They're environmentally safe, biodegradable, and they're made right here in the United States. The great thing about Redeem Clean is not only is the product great, but it goes to support a great cause, and that is the work of American Family Association. 
For clean laundry and a cleaner society, it's Redeem Clean. Visit redeemclean.afastore.net. Hi, I'm Crawford Ritz with a Legacy Moment. For years, God called me to an itinerant ministry, and that meant I traveled a great deal and did a lot of speaking. Interestingly enough, I've never asked for a speaking engagement in my life. It's a conviction that the Lord placed on my heart years ago when I first began to travel and speak. In fact, I've never asked for or sought a position of leadership I've ever had. I think this is God's way of helping me remember that he's in charge. I love the story of Hannah in 1 Samuel chapter 1. Hannah was barren and her womb had been closed up and seemed like it was impossible for her to give birth to a child. But God opened her womb. And in chapter 2, Hannah sings an incredible song of thanksgiving. Listen to 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 3. Do not let arrogance come out of your mouth, for the Lord is a God of knowledge, and with him actions are weighed. Then down in verse 8, he raises the poor from the dust. He lifts the needy from the ash heap to make them sit with nobles. Hannah sees the magnificent greatness and sovereignty of our awesome God. She realizes he's on his throne and that no one can move God once his mind is made up. This song of praise teaches us three very important lessons. Number one, God has the full picture and he knows the whole story, so we can trust him implicitly. Number two, God promotes. He is the best agent you'll ever have. And then number three, God does not need our strength. He's strong enough. Well, here's what I want you to remember today. Submit, respect, and follow your leaders, but never forget that God is in charge and he will always take care of you. Thanks, Crawford, and thank you for listening to today's Legacy Moment, a production of Moody Radio. For more information, go to livingalegacy.org, livingalegacy.org. Welcome back to Stacy on the Right on American Family Radio and Urban Family Talk. Welcome back to the program. I'm broadcasting live from National Religious Broadcasters Foundation and, or actually conference. I don't know why I keep calling it a foundation. It's fantastic to be here. Um, we're live from Anaheim, California, and the weather is beautiful, and so are the guests. We have so many good guests today. So right now, it's my pleasure to welcome Brad Mattis and Mallory Quigley. They're uh, coming to us from, well, Brad's coming to us from, as the president of Life Issues Institute. It's a pro-life grassroots partner of the Susan B. Anthony List Educational Fund, and it's headquartered in Cincinnati, Ohio. And Mallory Quigley is coming to us from, she's the vice president of communications for the Susan B. Anthony List. In this role, she's responsible for managing the organization's communications team and developing the organization's strategy to communicate with both the media and pro-life grassroots, of which I am one. I'm, the, I'm, I'm over here in the grassroots. So, um, Brad and Mallory, thanks for joining us live today. And so we have so much to discuss. First of all, I, we're kind of on a roll with President Trump. Mm-hmm. I don't mind saying that he's actually <laughs> way better than we thought he was going to be. He seemed a little pro-life. And this dude, he's got to think for it. Like, whenever we're just sitting around thinking, what more can we do? He's like, up oh, less funding for abortion worldwide. How about that? I'm like, yes, thank you. I'll take it. So where do you see this? And I'll start with you, Mallory. Um, where do you see him going with this? We, he has two years left, yes. and he's really doing a great job expanding the Mexico policy um, and also just local 
pro-life legislatures are now kind of picking up the mantle. They're emboldened by his actions. I think for sure. Yeah, you know, well, he ran as a pro-life candidate. He made four commitments to the pro-life movement in a letter that he wrote to... um, that he wrote to us and he's used that sort of as a working to-do list but without a doubt he's the most pro-life president that we've ever had in terms of the actions that that have come forth from this administration talking about it in the state of the union calling out abortion extremism in new york and virginia and and it's not just words for him he's really acted on it and i think you're absolutely right that the states state legislators are emboldened seeing this action from our nation's highest office and they're encouraged to take action for life i i couldn't i couldn't agree more i think one thing that happens when the president is pro-life and openly so Mm -hmm. not kind of begrudgingly is that others who might have been maybe they're kind of secretly pro-life or they feel a little less bold Mm -hmm. become much more able to express themselves because they see someone in a position where the president takes a lot of flack no matter what he says And so they're able to really move on that action. Yeah, I think what you said about embracing it, you know, he's really claimed this movement as his own. It's not begrudging. And that has had a a real shift in how we're seeing other pro-life politicians talk about the issue. They've really acknowledged now that it's not just the right thing to do. That would be enough, though. Um, but it is, it's politically smart. A majority of Americans support the nation, the, our pro-life Well over priorities. 60% yes, of, of Americans absolutely. are pro-life. And that's not something you hear on CNN and MSNBC. And so that kind of brings me to you, Brad. I, you're, you're the president of Life Issues Institute, and you actually do speaking, and you provide content for the radio for listeners. So we, I believe we have your commentaries. We, we have them on AFR. Yes, we're and happy to be part of that network. Yes, yeah. and so we, we hear you in the, in the break. And instead of hearing commercials, we hear a message that you're sharing with us, which is empowering us to be as pro-life as possible as well. Right, right. And one of the messages we're sending right now is how optimistic pro-lifers should be out there. As a grassrootser, you and everybody else should be absolutely over the moon happy with the way things are going. Uh, Recently, I analyzed the legislation that has been introduced in states since January 1. A pro-abortion organization has declared that there's been 297 of them. So for those that are likely to pass... Yes, it's enormous, isn't it? Yeah. It's unprecedented. And, And for those that we looked at that have been introduced, that look like they're going to pass... For every pro-abortion piece of legislation like we hear about in New York or Virginia, Virginia's didn't make it, there are five pro-life laws that are passing. So we're outpacing them at this point, and it's likely to grow, we're outpacing them five to one with pro-life legislation. The, the, the debate in America regarding New York and Virginia was a gift, mm. an absolute gift because as the institute, we could have spent millions of dollars on education <laughs> and promotion to show where the abortion industry is going. Where and they want to go. Yeah. yeah. Where, where, where and it would have cost you a lot of money. And, and we, there's no guarantee with the air war. When right. you wage an air war, you can sometimes it hits and it's fantastic. And other times, you just spend a lot of money and nobody saw what you put out. And we couldn't have reached a fraction of the people that have been reached with this public discussion. And uh, what we need to do is take this momentum and keep it going. So you mentioned the laws, and uh, these, these are infanticide. Well, they're laws that seek to reverse infanticide as a crime, right? They're, these are trying to make exactly. infanticide just something else people can do. And I think 
one of the most telling moments in that debate was when the president immediately, he, he commented immediately that he was horrified by it. A lot of his kids do media and they were everywhere talking about how shocking it was. But the ripple effect on that was that people really had to either agree with what they were doing or disagree with what they were doing. Because Governor Northam doubled down on his, you know, he, you just let the baby lay on the warming tray and decide what to do with it. People were horrified by that. And, and I'm talking about, like, you know, kind of pro-choicers. Women Absolutely. who would say, oh, I'd never have an abortion, but I'm still pro-choice. And they were maybe Hillary Clinton voters. And, you know, so these are people who are, they're not really reachable by messaging coming from, let's say, the GOP. But this story broke into their reality and they had to decide what side to be on. So what would you say to grassroots people who are, I mean, I, I do feel like there's an energy that is so different, it's palpable in the movement right now because people are not only energized about pro-life, but they're energized against infanticide. So what is the next step for us? Because we, we totally support the president and I think he's, he's on the right track. He's moving within the government where he can, but what do we do? Well, one thing, we can encourage our legislators on the state level. If there are Democrats who are supporting pro-life legislation or voting against radical extreme pro-abortion legislation, they need to hear from us. And we need to let them know that we support them and we support that, that, uh, so that united effort of both parties to stop the killing of unborn children. And what we also need to do is reach out to members of Congress the House and the Senate to let them know that we are, have elected them to protect life, not take life. And we're watching. Right. So I like to say, one of my favorite things to say, especially if I get to speak to a, a large group or organization about pro-life, I always say that you can determine who you're going to vote for if you're a single issue voter. I, I have three issues. It's religious freedom, pro-life, and uh, the Second Amendment. And those are the ones that I really, I'll, I'll part ways with you. We could be together on economics and anything else. But if you can't get with me on those three, I feel like you're not going to be right on immigration, let's say. If I have to expand to five, then immigration's in that. So when I say if you're right on pro-life, you're usually right on the rest of the Constitution. That really pans out for me. I've, I've actually never been proven wrong on that when I'm looking at a, a, at a legislator. So what would you say to people what they're, they're considering their votes, especially, Mallory, I'll come to you for women right now because it seems like all of the messaging is to us as women women you need to be empowered women you need to be a feminist women you need to be pro-choice right. it's all garbage right. it doesn't enrich our lives how do we talk about this amongst ourselves yeah i think we you know you should never have to take the life of another human being in order to advance yourself it's just that's not how it works yeah. um and that's what our 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 namesake susan b anthony she believed that you couldn't break the rights of one group to build up your own. And um, I think we need to take a cue from, from those women, from the suffragettes, you know, who, you know, Susan B. Anthony was great friends with um, Frederick Douglass. Mm -hmm. And, and the, the abolition movement, the fight for the right to vote, for, for everyone. She and was on the right side of all of those she was, issues. She was on the right side. And so... We need to be, you know, return to a true feminism that doesn't reject what our bodies were created for, you know, um, and not if you, not everyone has to be a mother, you know, in the traditional sense, you know, there's spiritual motherhood, but really just returning to this sense of um, acknowledging and accepting the power that we have 
and using that creatively, not destructively. Uh, and I, I think women are responding to this message. We've been going door to door the last three election cycles, and we don't we do talk to pro-life voters, people that we don't think would go out to vote unless we said, "Look, this is a big this is a big election for pro-life." Um, but we've also been talking to moderate women, Democratic women, Hispanics, uh, voters who traditionally vote for Democrats, pro-abortion Democrats, because they agree with them on other issues. Mm -hmm. But when we tell them about the extremism that is being advocated for in Washington and even in the state legislatures, they are appalled. And we find that they've swung their votes. And I think that, you know, we had some recent polling from Marist between January and February of this year showing even among Democrats, which unfortunately the party takes a, pro, a, a you know pro-abortion stance in its platform, it does that that they are a swing, a huge surge in them identifying as pro-life because they just were reacting out of horror to Governor Northam, Delegate Tran, Governor Cuomo, etc. So I think that this clarity that we're seeing is going to do great things for people in the middle, pe women. Um, and men who who haven't really been paying attention up to this point, and they're going to turn our way. So I want to reiterate something that you just said, Mallory. <laughs> that is that, you know, so the horror that people are experiencing over what Governor Northam and, and, and Kathy Tran's comments were, they were truly a gift because it's rare that we see people on the pro-choice, pro-abortion mm -hmm. side actually articulate what they mean. Yes. And the question she was asked, normally... Those get just, they just don't answer. Right. She not only answered, but she really explained, which was helpful. We can't allow this to pass by. I, I feel like once you've taken that little bite, that's how it was for me 20 years ago. Um, I actually heard a program on Christian radio talking about Rama International, telling the story of Rama from the Bible, and then what happened with that young woman who started that ministry. And I realized in the car... I was pregnant with our first child, that I was on the wrong side of abortion, and that I was with the Democrats for a lot of what I felt like were great reasons, but that this one went to the Bible, and I was going to church every Sunday, and I was about to have a baby. And so it was a real shift. This is our youngest one. She came after all that. So um, I, I think there's an opportunity for us, and I'm, I'm always looking for expansion. I love taking one hill, but I always have my eye on the next one. Yeah. And on the pro-life issue, when we bring women over mm -hmm. and we say, look, the Democrats don't really have your best interests at heart. They don't have their best interests at heart at an, on anything. But the pro-life issue is the one that w this is a biblical, eternal issue for us. This is where we want to put our mark on the right side because in eternity we get to be in one place or the other based on how we decide on abortion. I truly believe that. Um, so we can't let that go by. And I want to stress to people that are listening that it's okay to talk about this with people in their lives, to discuss it, mm -hmm. and to explain why they're on the side they're on for life. Yes, I, I think that's so right. And we are a pro-life, pro-woman movement. And the, the role that women have, the, the, their vulnerability in the circumstances of abortion, Life Issues Institute has a new video showing 
um, the the terrible reality of what happens when women take the abortion pill and the bad experiences that they've had, the terrible experiences they've had, the pain, the regret, the the physical toll that it's taken on their bodies. And what what is the website for that if people want to pull that up right now? Yeah, they can view that in its entirety at lifeissues.org, lifeissues.org. So Mm lifeissues.org. So Brad, talk to us a little bit about what, what made you want to make a video about that particular aspect of abortion? Well, uh, about half of all abortions done today are done with the chemical abortion pill. Ah. It is a ghastly procedure. They sell it as safe, natural, and painless, and it's none of those. So on the program, I have a a physician, and she is an expert in the field of uh, chemical abortion. She cites research that shows a woman is four times more likely to need uh, medical intervention with a chemical abortion. And then I talked to two women who talked about their experiences. You know, and the thing is, is they took that pill. They can't blame the abortionist on what he or she did to them and their baby. They took the pill. They were sent home to uh, experience this horrific situation alone. all by themselves yeah. alone. Yeah. And it's very painful, very ghastly. And it and lasts longer than just the one day. They tell you it'll it's over in like a yeah. day or two, and it really can last for weeks on end. And then they see the baby after they pass that child. Some of the staff have warned women not to look into the toilet where they pass that child. They all do. They see a perfectly formed, unique individual. And that is an image that will haunt them for the rest of their lives. Now, there's hope and healing mm. through Christ. The blood of Christ yes. covers all sin. Amen. So we want to tell anybody out there who's experienced abortion, man or woman, father or mother, mm. that there is hope and healing through that. And we're not here to condemn. Right. Brad, Mallory, we right. we're not here to condemn. In fact, the, the first step towards healing from a, you know a reproductive loss is to admit that you're hurting and that you you want help from that and there's healing and hope in Jesus Christ there's there's no condemnation you can move on from that our aim at life issues american family radio susan b anthony institute is to hit the legal side of abortion right. and to to lessen the incidence of abortion through not having it be lawful mm-hmm. um, which is actually it's it's so simple it sounds like it's like people think that's not all you have to do but really it is when abortion is not lawful Women choose not to have abortions. Right. They choose to have babies, and they often choose not to become pregnant. So um, I, I've so enjoyed speaking with both of you. Mallory, you're coming over from the Susan B. Anthony Institute, and you're coming from Life Issues Institute, and we love your work. We love what you're doing. Thank I'm you. so grateful that the two of you, with both of your ministries, are out there working on behalf of life and women and men who also experience reproductive loss. And I just want to say thanks for joining us here at NRB. Thank well, you so much for having us. Thanks for having us. It's Thank been great. Thank you for joining us. And we'll, I hope, hopefully we can talk again soon, traditional radio, when I'm back at home. Absolutely. Um, we'll have you guys back and we'll talk some more about this and we'll keep updated. I want people to remain energized. Yes, absolutely. There's a lot to be energized about. And as the abolitionists took decades to win their victory, that's what we need to do. Stick with it's it. It's the long haul, but it's for the right reason. So right. thank you, Brad Mattis. Mallory Quigley, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks. All right, so we have just, I think, what do I have? Oh, I have, is, does that mean 10 seconds? Okay, 10 seconds. <laughs> My producer just gave me the 10 second sign. We have 10 seconds left in this segment. So first of all, Dr. Larry Pillow is gonna be with us from Weekend Ministries. We'll be right back. In life, you may find yourself wearing different hats. 
You may wear the hat of a father, judge, caregiver, or wife. The list goes on. But with each hat, we are not to allow the name on that particular hat to be our main identity. Have you ever begun to place your confidence in the names of one of your hats more than having your identity in Jesus? I know I have. When our significance is placed in the title of a hat, we will always fall short because we are imperfect beings. But when our identity is in Jesus Christ, whether we fail the next test in school or don't quite meet the deadline at work, it will not affect our confidence in God. Colossians chapter 3 verse 12 tells us that we are chosen of God, holy and truly loved. Our identity needs to be secured in Christ and He alone. Find and meditate on the scriptures that tells you who you are in Him. And you better wear that hat. I'm today's urban woman, Victory Hollyfield. Connect with us more at urbanfamilytalk.com. Laura Perry. She refused to use the male pronouns or call me Jake. So what that did for me that she didn't know at the time, that was like a tether to reality. God never let me forget who I was. That was a radical thought to me, and I did not want to hear it at first. <laughs> when I first heard it, it really kind of made me angry. The Marriage, Family, and Life Conference is coming June 20th through the 22nd. Learn more and register at urbanfamilytalk.com. Listen, do you really know who Jesus is? And let me help you to know who he is. You think about all of these kind of false Jesuses that are floating around social media. Oh, you know the Jesus. You know, you got the ethnocentric Jesus. You got the political Jesus, left-wing Jesus. You know, all these popular Jesuses. But, but the question I think all of us need to ask is will the real Jesus stand up? Please stand up. Please stand up. Tuned in to Equipped. Weekday afternoons at 12 Central on Urban Family Talk. Here's what you've missed on Airy the Addisons. A former house church pastor, Brother Fu, is talking about what's going on in China. He's talking about the Chinese government, how it's made its plan clear that they want to change Christianity in China into what they would call Chinese Christianity. Fu said that there would be a retranslation or a summary of the Old Testament with some Buddhist scripture. Mm and Confucian teachings and new commentary for the New Testament. Airing the Addisons, weekday morning, 6 to 8 Central on Urban Family Talk. Now, if you're offended by this story, you should be offended by any new presentation of the gospel Mm. under any ethnic covering. You see what I'm saying? But the reason we sometimes miss it is because we prefer us. Mm. There is no new gospel. Welcome back to Stacy on the Right on American Family Radio and Urban Family Talk. Hey there. Welcome back to the program. Uh, Stacy Washington, Stacy on the Right. You can go to StacyOnTheRight.com, at Stacy on the Right on Twitter and Instagram. And I am broadcasting live from Anaheim, California uh, at National Religious Broadcasters Convention. And this convention floor is hopping. Let me just tell you, everybody's got their stuff together now. Yesterday, it was a war zone. Today, everything's pretty. And I have been having the best fun talking to wonderful guests, which our next guest fits right in with that. I'd like to welcome Dr. Larry Pillow from We Can Ministries here to talk about what they're doing to battle this. It's, it's like a new war that I don't think enough people are talking about. And that's the epidemic of Americans dying from drug overdoses and drug use. Um, Dr. Pillow, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Stacy, for having us on. A lot of people are talking about the problem. We're talking more about the solution. 
We have a network of 10 transformation ministries. We call them transformation ministries as opposed to rehab or recovery. Okay. Because we believe that's what we're doing is through Christ helping them be transformed. Okay. So we have 10 facilities uh, already and uh, we have uh, about 200 beds for men and women combined. I just got word this morning that two more facilities are ready to be opened in Arkansas. And uh, we have uh, a dream, I have a dream, we have a dream to have 50 facilities in and around the state of Arkansas. Uh, just in Arkansas? That's right. Okay, and then uh, after that, what happens, Dr. Pillow? Well, after that, I thought, let me back up. I started Renewal Ranch in Arkansas in 2011. Okay. I thought, well, this is my life's work, and I got into it, and I loved it, and we were fruitful, and I thought, well, this is my last hurrah. Well, people started contacting me wanting to do this, so we started repeating the process. And next thing you know, literally, Stacy. I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm a worker and an activist, so I don't always keep up with everything that's happening. But right. next thing I know, i got 10 facilities, and I think, man, God's up to something here. Yeah. So I met... Uh, William Owens, that was a yes, uh, he guest was on first earlier. segment. Yes, yeah, yeah what a guy. <laughs> Looks like you have the best friends. <laughs> oh, what a guy! He is a terrific guy, and uh, as you know, he's doing the shift to greatness bike ride from right. Anaheim to DC. Well, he invited us to partner with him, and uh, you know, it was an opportunity I couldn't turn down. So we we're partnering with William. We don't know what the outcome's going to be, but I can tell you what uh, it, God is speaking into my heart. Uh, instead of 50 facilities in and around in Arkansas, uh, I'm thinking now of 500 facilities across the country. Oh, so amen. I'm, I'm with you yeah. on that. I'm in agreement with you on that. I love it when, uh, you know, the, the slogan is, I love it when a plan comes together, and then it's usually someone walking away with a cigar in their mouth and an explosion happening behind them. But instead of an explosion, it's, it's almost as if you're having an explosion of a good idea that's helping Americans. And we need these centers across the country because a lot of the ap opioid epidemic surrounds people who they go to rehab, they are made well, they go home, and they relapse. They go to another rehab, they come home, they're made well. They relapse. And on the third try, they're made well and come home whole. And that relapse is the one where they usually overdose and it's fatal. Right. And we've seen this happen um, in, in the St. Louis metro region. I've heard stories of families where we're talking about the two-parent household, um, upper income, Christians. You know, so the, this, the, the victims of this are spanning every socioeconomic group, every racial background. And specifically, it's people that you would think, Nah, that family would never have a problem with this. Actually, it can happen to any family. So healing and recovery should be able to happen to any family. And a, and a center like the one you're talking about opening up, say, you know, in St. Louis, I'll go ahead and put that out there because we need it uh, there. We, uh, what we have is people traveling outside of the state of Missouri to get treatment. We need treatment centers in Missouri as well. Um, and so you talked about Renewal Ranch, and this is a Christ-centered restoration ministry for addicts. That's so. Right. When, when people hear that, you're on Christian radio, you know how we Christians can sometimes get, you know, Lord loves us, God bless us. But what are you talking about? What happens when someone comes to the Restoration Ranch? We're talking about six months in phase one with over 500 hours of Bible classes. <laughs> We're talking about 300 hours of community service. 
And we're talking about a place that is saturated with the love of Christ. Our volunteers, our teachers have a passion for the Lord. They have a passion for these men and the women and their families. And it's the love of Christ that compels us. And it's the love of Christ that changes them. I don't like to criticize other ministries or other programs. And Feel I don't, free to say what you want. This I, is that I, kind of show. I don't say this <laughs> critically. But we are a one-step program. That's what we do. We are full, front and center, Jesus Christ. And, and the proof is in the pudding. We have conservatively a 50% success rate, more likely a 70% success rate. Okay. Not just one person, but every uh, resident that accepts Christ, they will impact at least five members of family and friends. We were talking about other uh, earlier, 50 facilities, 20 residents, 10-year period, we impact 75 to 100,000 people. 500 facilities, 20 residents per facility, where the kind of success we have now, this is not wishful thinking. What we're doing now, if that success rate continues, in 10 years we impact 750,000 to a million people. Wow. If somebody like me would do what, I'm doing in Arkansas, in every state in the union, we can change the drug culture, we can change the church culture, we can change the legal culture. And when I say somebody like me, I'm not patting myself on the back. I'm a worn out, almost used up, used to be pastor that got into this. I'm also the son of an alcoholic and the father of a drug addict who died from an overdose. So my dream, my passion is simple. I have a one-sentence dream. I want to provide every parent an opportunity to have sober children and every children an opportunity to have sober parents. And we need your listeners to contact your radio station and they contact us at uh, wecanmen.org or my email address is there. We need their help. Okay, let me give them that again because when on radio you have to give it three times because people are driving, <laughs> yeah. kids are talking while they're listening. And I love that because I love that kids get to listen to the show. But I want to give you that one more time. It's We Can Men, W-E-C-A-N-M-I-N, which is short for ministry. So wecanmen.org. You can call or text 501-472-3114, 501-472-3114, or email freshstart at conwaycorp.net. That's fresh start at conwaycorp.net. And what I'll do is I will put all of this on the Facebook page so you guys can access it at any time. Uh, if you're fantastic. listening to this later on tonight at the podcast, you'll totally be able to still get this information. It'll be up on Facebook. And I just, I'm, I'm, let me look at the time. Oh, we still have more time. So I was wanting, because um, I, I totally cut you off there, and I'm sorry, Dr. Pillow, but um, this is live radio, and, and, and I have to get all the stuff in. So I wanted to hear, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you to give us some statistics that you have on the pamphlet that you've given to me. And then I was hoping you could share maybe one of the success stories with us so that the listeners can kind of get a flavor for that, too. Oh, I'd love to do that. Okay. Uh, the, the hardest part is to choose. And before I do that, let me say hello to my friends in Arkansas. I told everybody in Arkansas, oh. hey, I'm going to be live hello. on American yeah, Family you're on, Radio. You're on AFR, which yeah, is yeah. huge. <laughs> I hope people understand. It's huge. <laughs> Um, so hello to everyone in Arkansas who's friends with Dr. Pillow. We love you guys, and we hope you know how much you're just valued here at American Family Radio. Statistically, uh, Renewal Ranch, which I'm most familiar with, I started it, worked out there eight years, left it a couple of years ago to do what I'm doing now. But 
probably uh, conservatively in uh, the eight years, 300 men whose lives are turned around, 300 men saved and baptized, 300 men whose uh, mothers and grandmothers and spouses and kinfolks, many of them get revived. Their churches get revived. That's what Christianity is all about, life. And so when life comes to them, uh, we succeed. I've got one of the women here this morning from one of our facilities, and I can I use her yes. as a yes, li- live testimony? So it's Lexi Holcomb, and she's sitting right over here. She's looking so cute with her badge on, um, and she's sitting, and she's also doing like um, some kind of video. I'm, 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 I'm hoping everything looks cute. Um, <laughs> so she's right here with us. Yes. You tell us, tell us Lexi's story. Lexi uh, came to the harbor a couple of years ago or so. Yes, and uh, she was uh, uh, a really good student. I taught her class. She would help me out. In fact, so much so that I wonder, I wonder if she's really for real because, you know, uh, addicts are cons. But she stayed with it. Her life got transformed. She kept following Christ. Now she's one of our premier spokespersons. But she can tell you her story sort of before and after. So, Lexi, come on over here and okay. share with us. Let's move this microphone right over here. Reintroduce yourself. Just speak into that. Hi, yes. So, um, my name is Lexi Holcomb, and I'm 24 years old, and um, I've radically found the Lord in the back of a tiny church in one of these programs, um, Halloween of 2016. So, um, basically, when I was 16, um, my family and I, we just basically broke. Um, we lost my dad to melanoma skin cancer, and at that point, everything just sort of turned upside down. And I guess you could say that I started acting out of my brokenness, in mm-hmm. a sense, and um, just started experimenting, you know, sitting in school assemblies at school and during Red Ribbon Week and hearing about drug addicts, and then basically years late, a couple years later going home and becoming one. and. I just never thought that it could really ever hit me. I sort of thought that I was above that in Mm -hmm. a sense. And then um, I was introduced to Roxy's and Oxycodone and Xanax and everything changed at that point. I thought that I'd found a solution when really I was introduced to a monster. And it was at that point that um, that when I thought that things couldn't break anymore, they did and ended up losing everything that I'd ever worked so hard for. You know, the sleepless nights in school and and the hard practices and everything of that sort to make my dad proud. And it was just through that so-called partying that that my life was destroyed. And we know that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And Mm -hmm. I believe that I was also a very anxious and insecure person. And I was prescribed different benzos from the doctor due to my depression and anxiety. But it, it eventually led to a prescription pill addiction. But... I tried rehab after rehab. I was in and out of jail. I was looking at felony charges sitting in prison, and my mom found out about a place called the Harbor Home, which was a ministry that Dr. Pillow had helped start in Conway, Arkansas. And um, and I went into this tiny church and encountered the living God in a powerful way that has marked my life forever. And um, just sort of still thrilled and on a mountaintop ever since then. So, so I hope. Uh, so I. I I hope I'm describing this correctly, but this woman is just singing with the, you're like your face is alive and you're just radiating the power of Jesus Christ's transformational qualities on you. When you talk about it, you just light up. And I'm, I want people to understand. So, so this is what we're here for. 
American Family Radio exists to really promote and strengthen the family with biblical worldview and biblical values. But some of the things that we do here, obviously, we talk about politics and we talk about culture and marriage and everything like that. But one of the things that we're really wanting to be found doing when Christ returns is working in the ministry field, which means supporting organizations like yours. So I'm so excited that we we kind of bumped into each other. We were leaving yesterday after the broadcast and Dr. Pillow was like, hey, I saw you broadcasting something over there. Was that your show? I was like, yeah, you can come on, come on. So I didn't really know everything that it was about, but they all had on their cool shirts yesterday, their We Can shirts. Now, we're getting close to the end of this segment, so I want to give you guys some information. Um, the website that you can go to um, to get the information about what they're doing is, you can go to wecanmen.org, W-E-C-A-N-M-I-N.org. You can call or text 501-472-3114, 501-472-3114, or email freshstart at conwaycorp.net, freshstart at conwaycorp.net. Now, I also want to give you, earlier we talked to uh, William at shifttograatness.org. You can go there, um, and you can find all of this. I'll have it up on the Facebook page, and I'll put a little image on Instagram as well so you guys can find it there. And Dr. Pillow, I invite you. Let's keep in touch. You can give us updates on our new quest, which is we want centers like this one in every state in America. And so people out there who are thinking, I'm going into my retirement years. What shall I do with myself? As much as I love the beach, and y'all know I love it, you're not supposed to be there 365 days a year. You go there a couple weeks a year, get your, get your time off. But the rest of the year, you could be as a retiree maybe opening up one of these centers. We're talking about 20 people, lives changed, exponential impact, radiating out from that. Right. You can do it. As someone who's listening right now, you were just wondering what you're going to do with yourself. Dr. Pillow just told you what you can do. I mean, are you going to argue with me? No, you won't argue with me. I know that. So um, I've given you the info and I wanted to say thank you again. Dr. Pillow, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for telling us your story, Lexi. And um, we will speak again on traditional radio when we're back in in our studio in St. Louis and when you're back in Arkansas. Yes, ma'am. Yes, amen to to that. Thank you, Stacey. Thank you for coming on today. Thank you both. All right, that's our one. We are going to be having so much more fun here at NRB. If you're leaving us now, then God bless you from, and you know, adios from the heartland. And if you're sticking around, you have news and information coming to you in just a couple of minutes from onenewsnow.com. And um, I have the really bad like sound. I'm not sure if we're, I can't hear the music. Am I, am I up against the break or no? Oh, 30 seconds. Okay. I hear it. I hear the music. All right. So um, we'll be back with more Stacy on the right. And God bless if you're leaving us now.